0: Hey, this is Chad Patterson, host of Stressed Out Dads, and I'd like to take this time to thank y'all for tuning in every week to the podcast, and I really appreciate your positive feedback and support. So if you'd like to help keep this thing going, you can always stop by stressedoutdads.com forward slash donate and leave a little something. Remember, there's no donation too big or small, every little bit counts. But what counts most importantly is you, the listener. Now let's hop into this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Stress That Dads podcast. And if this is your first time stumbling upon the podcast, Stress That Dads touches on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. So you're going to get serious topics, funny topics, topics that make you go, well, hmm, I never really thought about it or looked at it like that. Or you may even get... Style tips or life tips? You never really know what you're gonna get from stressed out dads, but your damn show sure gonna be entertained. I'm your host Chad Patterson, and with me is my co-host Tim beecham Before we even get into any topics <laughs> at all, Tim, man, you gotta share with the people the new gift you got yourself, man. Your your uh your convertible Fiat, man. How how you liking it? How it drive, brother? Oh, man, I figured, you know, uh, a Fiat.
1: I'm a big fan of Fiat since J-Lo was on the commercial. And uh, I figured good enough for J-Lo, good enough for me is the way I looked at it. And it's not really a a convertible. The top rolls back like a tuna can. I don't know if you remember the old school tuna cans. or the. (laughs) the, Wow, wow. Brother get a new accomplishment. And this this way we starting off the new show. I mean, man,
0: now hold... (laughs) Yeah, man, I, my bad, brother. I just, congratulations, man. And I told you this when you first got it, but congratulations. But, man, I I I just got a question that I hadn't asked about your car, man. Okay, what, what was that? How do you and the family fit in that small car, man? Well, uh, before I answer that, in the new
1: season, are we still cutting out as many curse words as possible?
0: No, of course. It's depending on oh, okay. what you say,
1: brother. Well, I'm going to keep it on the safe side and try to be as family-friendly as possible. Okay. You know, when I first got the car, I, I wasn't going to get it. You know, I was thinking about getting an SUV, you know, maybe a station wagon or something. I, I didn't know. But then I thought...
0: Wait a minute. Did you say a station wagon? Yeah, yeah. You know, the... like. Well, I mean, station wagons are totally different now. They, they actually cool cars
1: now. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I mean... They don't look like they, they ain't the big boats like they used to be back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely true. That's younger. definitely
1: true. And, and and I thought, you know something, I never do nothing for myself. I said, mother the family, man. That's what I said. And I got something <laughs> for myself, man. I, I, I went all in for myself, man. Now, now, granted, people ain't looking at me for the same reason I would like for them to look at me at the red light. But, hey,
0: it don't make no difference, man. I'm doing me, baby. I'm doing me. Well, I mean, man, long as you enjoy it, man, and 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 you know you comfortable, and I mean, hey, man, long long as you having fun with it, that's what's up, man. You can't you can't live for somebody else, brother.
1: Amen. I know sometimes on expressway, I got to open the door, and stick my foot out, and help it, you know, get up to. to, to <laughs> that, that's that's not funny,
0: man. That's I mean, that's what I'm really gonna do. <laughs> I mean, my bad, man. I mean, but let me ask: Why didn't you get something? A little bigger and a little faster, man.
1: Well, well my pockets was look I mean my, my mind I was looking at Rolls Royce, but my pockets when I when I kept I set the filter down to what I can afford uh-huh. at first it said thank you for visiting uh no search results filed. So I <laughs> <laughs> I stretched a little bit beyond my comfort zone and the only car that came up was the um it was a smart car, the mini coupe, and the fiat. Is what came up in my budget range, or a little bit outside of my budget range, actually.
0: So, what made you choose the the, the Fiat over the the Mini Cooper? The payments. <laughs> okay, I, I hear you on that. I hear you on that, man. Again, man, c- congratulations, brother. Congratulations, thank you, brother. Man. Thank you, thank you. Right on, right on, man. So, man, um, like always, we got some pretty good topics on the table, man. And we're just gonna go ahead and hop into it, brother. First question: Should you check with your spouse before making plans? Well, what kind of plans are we talking about? Well, I mean just just plans in general before before making plans for you to do something or your spouse to do something on their own or or go out here or I'm going to do this or should should you check in with your spouse? Before you make plans,
1: well, I think that's a kind of a loaded question because if you're planning on having a barbecue at the house, I would like to know people coming over. You know what I mean? Or if you're planning right. on uh, going out, I at least like to know. Hey, you know, honey, I'm going out or I'm going grocery shopping or whatever. And my reason for that is that if something should go wrong, I would at least like to know where to start at. You know what I mean? Like if you say you right. go grocery shopping and I, you know, I lay down and take a nap and I wake up it's four hours later. You're not back. Okay. I know that she was going grocery shopping. You know, What's going on? Right now, if you, and same thing. If you having you know your friends over, or you know you having a girls' night, or whatever it is you you know they doing, let me know, man, because you got to. My mind got to be prepared for that because I'm so used to my my privacy and being. I like being by myself, and um, for well, a bunch of. I'm just gonna say it the way it is. Cackling women coming over and. Uh, to, to, to he to he and doing all the stuff that they like to do, I, I, I need I need to be prepared and so I can stay out of y'all way as much as possible. Or I might want to plan to go to well, not going to the movies now with the you know the pandemic, but plan to get out the house, going to the park or the beach or something like that. Let me, I, I might want to do something else. Right. So yeah, I, I think to a degree now, do you? I don't think you got to get permission. To, you know, it's a it's difference between getting permission. That, that, that's kind of insecurity. Then. Including your significant other in on what's going on I know when I, right, I leave the house. Say, hey, babe, I'm going to you know the lodge, or hey, babe, I got a meeting, or you know, hey, babe, I'm gonna be shooting out of town in a couple of weeks. You know, I just let them know just out of respect, more or
0: less. That's what I mean. That's what I mean, man. Because it's things that um, I discuss with my wife, even if it's, it's something little that you know, babe, I'm, I'm going to do this or. You, or did such and such is coming over or or such and such is stopping by to pick something up or blah 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 and man I do that because it's about respect right um it's about you know just putting things on the table and and giving somebody a heads up giving 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 her a heads up man and I i be honest with you brother it's been plenty of times that I didn't get that same respect man now, now, it's good
1: that you brought that up. How do you feel about it? Because I've been in the same situation, and I know that I,
0: I'm like a, offended. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, brother, I am too. I'm offended too, and uh, I, it, it it makes me feel that I that she don't sometimes give me that same respect, man. And I, you know, I'm not throwing my wife under the bus or nothing like that. Just it. just keeping it real. No, here.
1: we got an honest talk, it, it, like you, when you first developed this show. Now we we goof off, we play around a lot, but it, when you really listen to the show, it's a lot of things that men think about, or we make them think, or just for that little bit of time we make them laugh and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And what you said, right. I, right. I promise you, there's some man in the car, so when they're listening to this episode, they're like, "Man, you know that, that that just happened to me yesterday." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so right, right. In that situation, when, when you feel like, let's say that um. And I'm just hypothetically making this up. Let's say that one of your best friends, you know, that you and your wife kind of met at the same time. I don't know, going through some trauma, like maybe some bad, like they got mugged at the grocery store. Now, that's not really a big deal, big deal. But if you, your, that friend came back and told you, you would say, hey, babe, did you know our friend got mugged? And But it happened and your wife found out first and she didn't tell you. Would that bother you or would you think, oh, no big deal? Or, or like, how, what do you do in that situation?
0: Uh, so if one of one of our friends got mugged and my wife knew and didn't tell me,
1: yeah, that, that's a bad. I wanted to use another situation, but I, I'm trying to be sensitive to people's feelings.
0: You know what I, mean? I yeah. get? What you I yeah. get? What you're saying? though. You know, this is our friend. Yeah. yeah, I would be uh, I'd be a little upset if she didn't tell me that our friend, you know, our friend got mugged and she, you know, she knew about it and they talked about it, but I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, I'd I'd be up, I'd be upset about that, man. Yeah, yeah. I'd be upset about it.
1: Now, now why would you be upset? Because I know it ain't nothing petty like, oh, you should have told me. But I mean, why Why exactly are you upset or would be upset in that
0: situation? For me, it's because to me, it would be respectful for me to know that our friend got mugged and was in a terrible situation. And hey, hey you mugging these days can cost you your life. But being in a bad situation like that and I wouldn't able to be there to uh, help them through it after the fact, of course. I wouldn't able to talk to them and help them through it and see how they felt or, or giving them some advice that could calm the bad situation that they experienced. It comes back to respect, man. I would give my wife that respect to say, Hey, did you, did you know that this, have you talked to such and such? Did you know that this happened? Um, you may want to call them and check on them. You know, it's, it's, it's it comes back to the respect thing, man.
1: I, I had a, a friend, and I'm trying to, again, forgive me if I'm fumbling on my words. I'm just trying to navigate around because this is, is something a little private and I don't want to put anybody's business out there. Right. But I think the example is crucial. Uh, My wife and I have a mutual friend, and one of the friends was having an affair in their marriage. Now, Mm -hmm. this is something that could have been solved because uh, uh, this is my opinion. I'm no expert. Let me put that disclaimer out there. Anytime somebody has an affair, it's usually because they're missing something that they're not getting or some type of neglect that they feel, whether it's real or not, but they feel that they're not getting. Right. And if I would have been clued in on this, I would have probably been able to help them and save their marriage. Now, the reason I say that is because um, their kid, they've asked me to help hypnotize several times to help her in a situation. Mm -hmm. And later on, after they was divorced and, you know, we've seen them later, the wife always said, man, I wish I would have, told you about it, you know, and and I I thought wrong. It was just, don't ask my wife to keep something from me. Right. You know, first of all, you out of pocket for doing that. And then for her to actually do it, the first thing that clicked in my mind was, what else are you not telling me? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So at the end of the day, what happened with that couple is not my business. But if you're my friend or you're in my inner circle, which is very small, I cherish those people, and I would do anything I could to help them. Everybody knows that; nobody doubts that. Now I may be an ass, and I may, you know, I may go overboard with jokingness. So I mean, like I said, perfect human being—I'm not in that category at all. But I try to be the best version of me that I can be. And I um i was—I was hurt on multiple levels because I'm in a store and I run into them, and I, like I knew they were going through a divorce, but I would never. Really knew what happened. I don't go pry. And I figure, you know, I'm here. You could talk to me when you're ready. So when I finally found out what happened, I'm like, yo, I can't believe, you know, she had an affair. And I'm just thinking, this could have been prevented. You know how I mean? Yeah. This could have been prevented. And then when I found out that my wife knew about this from the start when it was going on, and they're talking back and forth about it, and you didn't tell me, I just felt some kind of way. Of, I still, I feel so, and I'm bringing it up now. I might go in there smurfing out for her. You know what I mean? It's a, <laughs> nah, it's a, don't do
0: that, brother. Don't do that.
1: For man. the listeners, I, I don't like using terminology you may not know. A smurfing is like you love your wife, your kids, and everything. You would not never want to kill them. Even though you may feel like you would not want to kill them. It's too much hassle. But smurfing is when you choke them till they turn blue, then let them go. That's called smurfing. Just
0: so y'all know what
1: that <laughs> is. I'll smurf your ass, but I won't I won't kill you.
0: For, for For the record... Chad ain't smurfing nobody.
1: Yes he did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay man, now like with making plans. Okay. Now this has been a a, a little bit ago. Uh it's been about a, a, a couple of years ago. This was on a um Sunday. This was a, this was a Sunday. Now I'm I'm thinking I'm just going to chill out. Uh wife going to come home from church. We're just going to chill, maybe throw something on the grill and just me, her, and the, and the kids, and my mother-in-law was living at that time. We're just all going to chill out, maybe chill in the backyard. Right. Next thing I know, she's coming home, some friends pulling up in the driveway. At the same time? friends, damn near at the same time some more friends pulling up in the driveway she coming in the house going hey babe you want to uh go ahead and get the grill out get the grill going i'm like what the hell is going on oh well, we going i invited some people we going we going we going to have a cookout i'm like what man you talking about fired up I, I wouldn't happy at all man and it, it comes down to because there was no discussion with it correct I had no clue, man. And like the topic said, should you check with your spouse before making plans? And I think that it should be done that way for the simple fact, man, that I know. And again, I'm not putting nobody's business out there. Right, right. I know of couples that one of the spouses was every time their spouse came to them, it was a yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So it, so in 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 the spouse wasn't always being truthful about how they felt. Right. So it ended up being that they significant other pretty much why well, I ain't, you know, I ain't got to ask no more. I ain't got to check in with them no more or talk to them about it no more because they give me the same yes answer. Anyway, so I know that they're going to be good with whatever anyway. And it ended up being the down the road that caused problems, man.
1: Well, I, I think, and I, I don't condone this for anybody else. And I don't care if people, the listeners think that I may be wrong. Well, oh, you know, so I take that back. If you could hit me up and give me a better way of handling things, I'm open to listen. Mm-hmm. But as it is right now, I'm doing what work for me. Same situation you're talking about. I ask, hey, would you like to have a birthday party? Would no, no, I don't. I just want to be home with you and all this other kind of stuff. So there's times that I, I fast, like I may fast for a week. Then I I'll, and during that week I'll start detoxing, but I'm not trying to get too visual, but taking you know, like smooth move tea and stuff like that to make you got to go to the bathroom. Right. So I'm in the middle of my detox, to drink a couple of cups of smooth tea the night before and, and waiting for the magic to happen. Ding dong. Now we in the house. Anybody said nothing to me. Ding dong. I'm like, go, hey, what's going on this afternoon? And everybody hugs me. I'm like, yo, what are you doing here? Oh, we can bring over food. We're going to have a little get together. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. So here she comes out and say, I got some good news and bad news. I'm, I'm feel bad y'all made that food. If you want to leave it, y'all can leave it. But ain't gonna be ain't there's no that's not a party going on here today. It's not happening. Right. So now they want to pull me to the side and negotiate. Well, can I have it out back? No, it's not no, it's not happening. It's not happening. I said, and it's not I'm trying to tell you what to do or what not to do. You disrespected me. I came to you and asked you, did you want this? And somewhere along the line you changed your mind. The protocol is come to me and talk to me. And we'll discuss it from there. Now do I have a problem with your friends' partner? No, I don't have a problem with it at all. Do I have a problem when I'm at home and I want to relax? And I, want, I want that time, and you disrespected my time. No, that's that's never going to happen in no scenario. And um, I, the thing that made now just think of it this way: apply that to anything else in life. Let's say you went to the gas station to get gas, and you said, "Ah, oh, I ain't got no money. I, I'm, I don't feel like paying today." There's going to be a there's going to be a situation. Anything you do in life, let's say that you decide, "Hey, I don't want to get dressed today," and you got your kids and their friends over. You you might get a call for the police. You might go to jail. So you can't just go <laughs> around. Right. There's always protocol. And I dare if the significant other has a job or anything like that, like I always bring up, you cannot go to work and do whatever you want to do. You do not argue with your boss when your boss tells you, you can't do this or you can't do that. So I'm not your boss. I'm, do I got to pay you to get respect? No, I, I just, I'm not asking for you to treat me like no king or worship my feet or worship at my feet. Treat me the same way I treat you. I don't think that's asking for too much. And if I can't get that treatment, the ignorance is about to begin. <laughs> you know I, mean? I feel you. I feel you, man. <laughs> I'm going to teach you a lesson. You're going you gonna to learn today, like Kevin Hart, You're going to learn today. One way or the other, <laughs> you're going to learn
0: today. Right, right, man. How, you, how do you think it's going to make um, your wife feel if you constantly. Doing things, and she just I had the blue. She just finding out about them because you you're not bringing it to her. You're not talking to her to her about it. How do you think that's gonna make her feel? It's funny you should say that. During my moment of ignorance, when I
1: was trying to teach a lesson, I just start taking off. I start doing whatever. And hey, babe, I didn't say I'm going to the store. I'm going to go buy some shoes. I'm going to the lot. I ain't say none of that. I just start doing it, and it only took about maybe a week and a half. Because usually she on her phone or sleeping and she don't know what the hell going on. And she said, babe, you know, you, you didn't tell me you was leaving. I said, oh, I thought that's what we're doing now. Well, were you saying that? I never do that. I said, mm, mm-mm. We're going to stop right there. I never. Then I start running down the cases. Now I have to get video proof because no matter, I said, remember that time you did this? I ain't never do that. I'm like, is, it, is she doing it so often and so convincing that I think, was that a dream? Did I did that even happen? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Right, right. And so so she didn't like it at all. And with, every time she gets a short she say, hey babe, I'm sorry. Let's uh let's start all over. Let's I'm gonna start doing better. And my, my dumb ass believe it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> then I find myself outside shadow boxing in the backyard to keep from... up. <laughs> <laughs> you <were hurting> <laughs> and I said, like, how did I fall for the banana in the tailpipe again? You know? <laughs>
0: again. Now, now, when these things happen, do y'all sit down and y'all talk about it? I'm, I can't even lie to you, bro. I, it, it, we're at the point right now, and this is
1: ridiculous. They hate when I call family meetings. When I call a family meeting, that mean right now we all getting together. I done, because one of my things that I have a problem with is I let it build up. Build, instead of putting out the fire when it's small, I keep letting it build up. And then we end up with the family meeting. Where it mainly consists of me cursing and calling people names I probably shouldn't be calling. Hey, man, done been there plenty of times. Right now, I got boxes and packing tape on deck. And everybody know when they come out and see that in the middle of the floor, it's
0: about to be a change going on <laughs> <laughs> so when you say boxes, I'm assuming you mean moving boxes. Yes, sir. I
1: got some on deck. <laughs> Keep them on deck with a fresh four-pack of packing tape with the
0: little roller to, to help you out. So you ain't playing at all, man. No, man. You, I, it's, it's either get right or get out. Uh, uh,
1: yes. What I'm, I'm For my kids, I don't ask them. I don't say, I've never, and like I said, I got kids. I never asked them, hey, will you go get me a glass of juice? Hey, will you make me a self? I've never asked them to do nothing like that. Right. I always ask them, clean up after yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, do your laundry. Um, now, there's stuff. You making tea when you're in the kitchen or whatever drink you're making, clean up after yourself. They won't do it. You cook cooking food and you like you're some spaghetti or sauce will splash out on the stove or something. Clean
0: it up, wipe it off. Yep,
1: I've stepped in puddles in the floor. Now I I don't like feet, so I'm always wearing socks. Very rare you ever see me without any
0: socks or something. Yeah, like. man, uh, I'm always wearing slides in the house. <laughs> yeah. man. But all I, the time,
1: when I'm walking around and I step in a water puddle, I'm like, Yo, what is this? We don't have any pets, and <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if somebody urinated in the kitchen. That's why we live in right now. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Oh, I dropped an ice cube, and I figured it would evaporate.
0: Mm. Listen, mm.
1: Professor mm. Grooveymer, pick it up, clean up after yourself. I don't like going to bed leaving dishes in the sink. Do the di-
0: I don't need them, yeah.
1: bro. We have a dishwasher. Clean the dishes. There recently, another incident. I go in to get me. Now I'm. I have O C D so certain things have to be a certain way, otherwise I literally can't sleep. And that's something I never share with people and I'm sharing on, on this podcast. So all my cupboard, I have the glasses organized by size and types and stuff like that. Right. I go to grab a glass about three o'clock in the morning, have sleep, just want to get a little bit of water. This glass looks like LA smog. And I'm thinking it's my eyes. I'm getting a little older now. So I'm trying to adjust my eyes and (laughs) refocus. I stick my finger in the glass and wipe around. Squeak. This is like bacon grease or something. I said, I said, what? So I go grab another glass and another glass another glass. So I sit down on the couch a minute to get my chi back together because everybody in the house is about to get smurfed one by one in the middle of the night and they sleep. And that's not the I know
0: that that's not the best solution. I, I got to say, nah, the, that ain't that ain't the smartest move, man. So I've I, I learned over the years by oh,
1: from being a stepdad, you can't call the kids to the floor individually because it's always going to be the other one's fault. So I wake them both up at three something in the morning. Mm-hmm. Of course, I have attitude. But I get attitude on a daily basis when ain't nothing going on. So
0: the uh, same here, brother.
1: I ask. I set the glass on the table. I pour water in each one. I said, I want you guys to drink that. Why? Y'all expected me to drink out of it. I want you to drink out of it. Neither one of them want to drink out of those glasses. <laughs> so I figured this is a lock. This is common sense. I'm. A, I'm a genius. I'm gonna solve this. Do you guys see what the problem is here? Yes, the glass is still dirty. I said, well, why is the glass so dirty? Something's wrong with the dishwasher. I'm like, are mm. you kidding me? Mm. Mm. This dishwasher do the same thing day in, day out. It don't get tired. It don't know, a. I don't know if I'm going to be a dishwasher today or not. I'm going to take the day off. It don't know that. Right. What do you expect us to do? Do all those dishes by hand? I'm looking at them. The only thing that stopped them from getting smirked was Jesus was whispering in my ear. That's, that's the only thing that stopped them from getting. He said, please don't do it, son. Please don't do it. That's what he was saying to me. Because <laughs> they were about to get smirthed. Which I'm thinking about starting making them do. I'm, starting, I'm thinking about starting making them do the dishes by hand. They have a little appreciation for using the dishwasher properly. So anyway, I said, I'm going to put the dishes in the dishwasher. If they come out clean. I want you to pack your stuff and get out tonight. So where are we going to go? We ain't old enough to get out. I said, see, now you're trying to make your problem my problem. Just like anything <laughs> yeah. else in life, we have responsibilities. If those responsibilities are not met, there are consequences. My job as a parent is to get you ready for life. And life that's is right. not going to be fair. If you wake up late for your job, they're not going to call you and say, hey, are you coming in today? No, they're just going to get somebody else that's going to come in on time. The electric bill don't care what's going on in your life. <laughs> no, they,
0: that's right. bills don't stop coming, man.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to get you ready. They said no, so they realized maybe it's because they're putting pans and everything else in there, not cleaning the grease out, and that's what's happening. I, for me, it's about mutual respect with everybody, my kids, my family, my friends. It's a mutual you – know, you know, even you and I, we done had our differences, and you say, hey, Tim, I don't like that, you know, you called my son – uh, Fat Albert and I said oh bro I'm sorry it was just, and I apologize." and look Beast you know I would never call you Fat Albert man. you know you're my man 50 grand so don't, <laughs> right. don't, even, don't, even, don't even think that I got your back man you know right. what I'm saying but you know uh, we, we talk like men and we settle our differences we don't and if you say Tim I think that on that deal you shorted me $20 I mean i give you $40 because your friendship means more to me than that I never want you to go to right, sleep at night right. thinking that I, I I crossed that line and um i i if I get that same respect that you and I have for each other or me and some of the other my other friends have with my own family oh man
0: I'd be good man I'd be good i know i've I've repeated this so many times, but it's about respect just just like man, as of right now at this minute, I'm trying not to walk away from the mic and flip out because my office is in the basement man, my studio slash office. The living room is right above my office and I can hear my daughter right now talking on the phone and walking back and forth and I'm trying not to flip, brother.
1: I bet you can hear a pin drop before you start recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Soon as soon as I hit record, I can hear her talking on the phone. I can hear her walking back and forth. Bruh, it's, it's, I'm trying not to flip, but it comes back to respect. I told this girl before I came back down here, I'm about to start recording the podcast. Okay, now everything quiet until I hit that damn record button, man. I'm about to. I'm trying not to flip, but I, I'm I'm right there on the edge, brother.
1: What can we do to turn this around and make it different? You know, cause I I I hate to even put like divorce or separation. I hate for that to be a matter on the table. But what do you do? Because I, I believe that all problems can be solved as long as all parties are willing to sit at the table. What about with your kids or your wife, I don't know if it happens to you, but your kids or your wife, it, you know, like you might say something like, hey, uh, we just use one of the kids, for example. Hey, you know, uh, daughter, you got to stop leaving the milk in the refrigerator with just a drop of milk in it. And you're thinking that I'm communicating effectively, I'm telling her what my problem is, and maybe she's not realized she's doing it. But her answer is, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> you know it, sir. You seen her do it. Yeah, You seen her. yeah,
0: yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I get, I get the same thing, man. I get the same thing. Um, oh, oh, hold on, a minute, man. I, I, I really want to know the answer to this, and hopefully,
1: the listeners do too. But what do you do? We, we've, uh, we've discussed it. Hey, this is obviously a respect we both agree on that. And I'm sure other men are like to think they agree that this is a respect, disrespectful thing, right? And this whole situation is about respect. So when it comes up, like the barbecue example or any other example that we've talked about, you're at home chilling, your wife's invited a whole bunch of friends over, and you weren't aware of it. She didn't mention it to you. What do you do to put a stop to this continuously happening again and again and again?
0: I'll be honest with you, man. I I do my best to talk to my wife about about it (laughs) it. Every time, and know, as I said, every time I do my best to sit down to it with her and, and discuss it and say, look, you you made me feel this way when you when you invited all these people over. And I had no clue because she comes in saying, get the grill ready, <laughs> get the grill ready and all the people walking in. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Sitting down and talking to her about it. And saying, you made me feel this way, this you know, and I give you this respect to talk to you about things and not just surprise you with things, but you surprise me with things. I do my best to bring that to the table and be honest with her. So has a, has a situation like that happened since then? Yes, man. Not Not, not necessarily. The <laughs> barbecue thing, like the cookout thing, hadn't happened again. Okay, okay. But... It's been other things that pretty much falls into the same category, you know, gotcha. Um, gotcha. you know, not necessarily somebody just popping up to the house, but, you know, other things. And, you know, man, I'm a type of person, man, you and I'm not asking you to come to me for permission. That's not the type right. of person. That, that's I a have. different story. That's a different yeah. thing. Just say, hey, I was thinking of doing this or or or, or what have you. It still comes those times, man, where I I still don't get that same respect, man. So I guess to answer the question, I really don't know what the hell to do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Well, well, if any man out there listening to this have any kind of solution or or if you're in a similar situation, uh, I talked to a few of my friends about it, and they said, you know something, dude? He says, that's why... that uh, you know, they're single because it seems like I have a lot of friends around. You know, they late forties, early fifties, and stuff that that are single now, right? And right. it's um like like one of my larger brothers said, you know, he wants to be in a relationship, and she he said, I would. I'm open to being married again, but what I'm not open to, he said, I'm not expecting everything to be perfect. Everything doesn't have to be my way, but we have to. You have to bring something to the table too, and he. Respect
0: is at the top of that right there. And respect falls under the lines of communication. If, if you can communicate well and y'all can see eye to eye on things and hear each other out and say, well, yeah, I, I I realized that I did make you feel that way. Oh I, oh, I did do this and I apologize. And that apology means that you don't do it again. And you change your ways or your habits on certain things, then you're you're getting somewhere. But saying sorry and continuing to do the same thing over and over again is just sorry. Is just a cop out. It don't mean anything anymore if you're continuing to do the same thing over and over and over. But you're continuing to keep uh, apologizing for it. Yeah. I guess we're gonna. I'm gonna a end this topic on this man. This is stressed out, dads. We talk about situations that either we go through, or or, or our, our friends or family members go through, or, or just some some things that we had not heard about somebody that we don't even know that went through a certain situation. Yeah, yeah. So, and we don't always have the answers because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't have an answer right now. Of I know what what should be done. You and your significant other, y'all hear each other out and and come come to an agreement, but it it, it don't always work out like that for me all the time, man. So well, here I
1: do have somewhat of a solution and it's probably not gonna be accepted by the majority. hmm I had a friend that was um years ago, years ago, that was uh having an affair on his wife. And I said, Man, what is wrong? And his, he said that I'm tired of arguing with my wife about living in a dirty house. You know, he said that she, he said, that's why I don't invite people over when we do have a cookout. It's usually because I clean and stuff like that. He says, now I'm not saying because I'm the breadwinner that, oh, a woman's job is to do this and that, but you knew what I brought to the table and I told you what I expected of you when we got together. Mm -hmm. He says, now I got to go home. I got to go out and work 12, 14 hour days. Then I got to come home and do laundry, clean, and, and I don't think TV dinners and microwave food is like a, a meal meal. So I'm like, wow, I didn't know it was that bad. He said, but we got kids together. He said, don't get me wrong. Even through all that, I love my wife. And at that time, I didn't understand. I'm like, man, when you love your wife, you wouldn't be cheating on her. I can't condone that, brought that. But then when I'm in those shoes, I totally understand it, man. I totally understand it. And I wish that they offered a service called Side Pieces, where you can just go in there and... Well, they do have... They have the cuddle business. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Where you can always come have. over and cuddle yeah. with you. Yeah,
0: I heard about I that. Started,
1: I, I think I might sign up and do that part-time, man. You keep go you right on ahead, that. brother.
0: <laughs> you go right
1: ahead, man. Man, I don't think your wife be too upset with you cuddling for a few extra bucks, man. You know
0: what, <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> man, I don't think my wife gonna be cool with that at all, man. Well, you know, on my
1: end, I'm not cool with her not filling me in and disrespecting me, so she asked, where you been going every weekend? I'm a part-time cuddler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. Uh, that's just like the s*** you ain't telling me. I, I, I thought that's what we doing now. We're discussing <laughs> with each other. <laughs>
0: Well, man, I, this may be, I don't know if I'm ending this topic right or leaving people hanging, but uh, we're going to have to go and pay some of these bills, brother. Okay, when we come back, I would like to say one more thing before you close us out. All right, no problem. We'll be right back,
1: yeah. hey, Chad just took a little break. This is Tim Beecham. Do not tell him I did this because I would never give him credit for real because, you know, when you start giving people credit, they get the big head and all that. But the truth of the matter is, Chad's been doing a pretty good job. Don't tell him I said that. If you like the show as much as we like doing the show, please consider giving us a small donation. And you can do so by visiting stressedoutdads.com forward slash donate. Once again, that's stressedoutdads.com forward slash donate. Okay, here he comes. Let's get back to the episode.
0: All right, welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast, everybody. And Timbo, before uh, we went to the break, you said you wanted to uh, add a little something in on this topic.: Have you ever watched those old gangster movies where they
1: like kill your brother, your uncle or something just to make an example to let you know they mean business?: Yeah, but this is just a working theory. Uh, talking directly to the listener, Chad had a a pet ferret named Kobe. And I think somebody in his house killed his pet, to make an example. So, Peter, if you're listening, uh, you need to do an autopsy or something because I I think that Kobe, because Kobe was my dude, man. Kobe used to call me in the middle of the night to check on me because Kobe could talk. He was a special ferret, man. He was a special (laughs) ferret.
0: And I think. Man, for what? (laughs) First off, Kobe was not no damn ferret, man. Uh, what was it? A chinchilla? Oh, no, you no, uh-uh. you tell me what it was, brother. <laughs> a chinchilla. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm just so there emotional
1: over the murder of Kobe, you know what I mean?
0: Hey, I and mean, Kobe yeah. died. Nobody murdered Kobe. Kobe died of natural causes, man.
1: I don't know who put the hit out. <laughs> wife, kids, whoever. But I, I think Peter need to look into that because they're going to find some suspicious stuff. I promise you there's probably a blow dart Stuck in Kobe. I promise you. I promise you. If they go check, I think that I think man. that was meant for you, man. I think, I think you was on your way down the hall to the bathroom, and somebody popped up
0: and missed and hit Kobe. And they like, oh, "Ah, now you know what, man." That nah, I, I might agree with you on that. That that probably that <laughs> dart probably was meant for me. I definitely agree with you on that, man. And I think Kobe is an innocent victim. <laughs> But, yeah, man, I'm thinking about uh, possibly eventually getting another chinchilla, man. man. I miss old Kobe, man. We'll talk about the neglect at another time. Come on, man. Kobe was well taken care of, brother. By who? You know by who. Okay, okay. I thought you were going to give
1: some, some false credit. I was about to expose you, but I'm glad you're you honest.
0: Uh, <laughs> you what kind of false credit? No, I, we ain't
1: going to say that. I just know when Kobe... Was grabbing his chest and, and having a heart attack from that blow dart. He was looking. He probably was looking at you because he took one for you. He knew he did. He knew he did. <laughs> so I salute you, Kobe, and I'm dedicating you know, this part of it to my man, Kobe, who was murdered, man. He was murdered. I, matter of fact, if you got any pictures, I would like a T-shirt with a with, uh, rest in peace Kobe on it, man. Or well, I might have to... Like just pull up some pictures of some uh Chichilla that look like Kobe and, and make some t shirts. So any listeners if you're interested in uh rest in peace Kobe shirt, um <laughs> I I'm giving away just, just to support Kobe
0: and, you know, his memory. I miss old Kobe, man. But yeah, brother. On that note, man, I think we're gonna um we're gonna wrap up this podcast episode, man. All right, brother. Thank y'all for listening to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. Tell your friends and your family about the Stressed Out Dads podcast. We want everybody to tune in and enjoy the craziness that we bring to y'all. I'm your host Chad Patterson and as always I got my co-host Tim Beecham with me Hey, you get that little surprise today, give me a call. Let me know, man. Everything okay, and and you you ain't in no fight over it. Man, I don't know how I feel about you saying that, brother. I'm nervous, man. Uh, Yeah, you should be. You should be, man. (laughs) We'll let you (laughs) honest, man. All right, y'all. Y'all be safe out there. Thank y'all again for listening, and we'll check y'all in the next podcast episode. Peace.